Welcome to Community Centered, a show that features people in the community doing good things. Now, here are your hosts, Debbie O'Handley and Margie Kyle. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to Community Centered. I'm Debbie O'Hanley, your host, along with my friend Margie Kyle. We are here today on this happy Tuesday. I was waiting for that. Yes. How are you, Margie? I am well. Have you been following? All weekend. Oh, I know, me too. <laughs> Can we do this from the fetal position on the floor <laughs> curled up? Because we're getting to the point where we're getting tired. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, it only okay. happens once a year. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a, it's all in the name of goodness and hope and smiles. So how can you complain about that? You can't. No. So what did you do this weekend? Well, Friday night I was invited to um, Jack's with my husband's hockey team. Invited me to join them for their Christmas party. You should have called. <laughs> <laughs> and we, of course, go every year, but. Um, for those of the listeners don't know, I lost my husband in April, so they wanted me to come, Aww. which was wonderful. But I did get some feedback from people that said, what were you doing at Jack's Tavern with all these young men? <laughs> jealous. That's all I got to say. Jealous. They're like my sons. Yeah. How fun. You know, Good they, for you. They played hockey together for 25 years. That's amazing. And they called my husband Gramps. And if anybody, well, he was 76 when he finally stopped playing. If a fight came out and anybody even went to touch Gramps, they'd swarm around him and say, you touch Gramps, you're dead. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Those are the kind of people you want to yes, surround yourself yes, with. So good, that's who I did people. Friday night. And then Saturday was the boat parade. Right. How was that? It was fabulous. The weather was absolutely outstanding. Perfect. Saturday was a beautiful day. We had a, a fundraiser done by two kind gents that you are going to meet today on the show <laughs> that put together a cornhole tournament for us at Primal. Beautiful oh, how day. Nice. It was it was one of those December North Carolina days where the sky was blue, it was yeah. warm enough you could get away with a light sweater and you just wanted to be outside yes. and enjoy yourself. So we are both blessed, aren't we? We are. Mm-hmm. We are. It was an extraordinary boat parade. Was it chilly at night? Well, yeah. And no problems getting around the lake without water in it? We had uh, about four boats that got stuck going to get in line. Oh, wow. Um, but other than that, they and I heard some people were a little upset they didn't go in close enough to shore. But they couldn't. Right. So. Well, if anybody's seen the lake lately, they will know that it's down significantly and you really can't get that close. But I'm sure you could see from a distance the color lights and everything. But it was beautiful. Yeah. And I got to blow the horn. Oh, that a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Are you captain yet? No. I have been, though, for many years. Yes. Of my own boat. Yes, me as well. <laughs> I don't think these two gentlemen we have as guests today want to mess with us. This <laughs> Cap- Captain Margie and Captain Debbie on Community Centered. I think they're a little bit scared of us. Well, and here's a picture. So on Sunday, Colin... And oh, Captain Colin? Yeah, Mike brought over all the toys that they had collected. Wow. Now, my favorite story is the Peninsula Yacht Call Club called me and said, we have a teddy bear about 5'7". Would you accept that as money? 
I said, it's gone. <laughs> it's going right to Hope House. Awesome. We had to replace the monkey that we gave you years ago. The monkey that we thought we would and never use. And there's his leg. I mean, it's huge. Wow. He's, he's a big boy. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, he comes. Well, a funny story. Um, you know, I moved my mom into William's Place in Davidson in uh, September. And she called me the other day and she said, you know, I have met the perfect man. And I said, oh, goodness, okay, give it to me. She goes, well, he's all dressed in red, and he sits in my chair, and he doesn't ask me for a thing. He does. I don't have to feed him. I don't have to talk to him. He's just the perfect man. So Santa visiting uh, and my mother's is the perfect man. So now we have the perfect teddy and the perfect man. Life is good. Life is very good. I Life wish it were that simple. Very, very good. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, Sunday at Hope House, we had a cookie baking um, opportunity where some women came in and we did crafts and cookie making and we had some professional photography taken and, and the ladies had the option of getting their makeup done with Mary Kay, but instead they chose to have it paint their faces painted. So they, oh, what they fun. had, yeah. So they, we had the Grinch and we had snowflakes and all kinds of things. So it was really, we were making Mary, but Sunday was miserable with all that rain. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. So one day earlier, and that <laughs> boat parade would have been, and and our our cornhole tournament would have been yeah. a wash. So I have a little bit of a joke gift for you. A joke gift? Can I open this on the air? Oh yes. Okay. Okay. A joke gift. I like jokes, Margie. Uh oh, is this a is this a tattoo? It's a sleeve? tattoo sleeve, <laughs> dude. So cool. Can Bill see that? Wow. <laughs> I was cleaning out one of my drawers and I thought, how many of those do I have? For Christmas one year, I oh, gave them to all my grandsons and said, you want a tattoo? You got one. That's it. I'm That's not telling only one. anyone and I'm just going to wear it I and know. show up. I thought you would have fun with we, that. We did um, a woman's empowerment thing at Hope House once where we had these like temporary tattoos that we put on that looked legit. And for weeks afterwards, people would say to me, you got a tattoo? And I was like, yeah, I'm so cool. I do not have a tattoo, but <laughs> it looked like I legit had one, and it was kind of cool. And you know what? One day we should just do a show on tattoos. Well, let's do it. I have the perfect guy that will help us. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're baiting me with all kinds of mysterious things. Margie, this is our last show of 2023. Wow. Can you believe it? That's right. This I, year I didn't has, think about it that way. This year has gone by in a blink. We've been doing this. The guys asked us when they came in how long we've been doing this. We've been doing it since, I think, July. Uh, so every week on a Tuesday, we are here trying to put hope back in the community yeah. with a smile. It's been a delightful experience interviewing and talking to people that are doing good in our community, such as our gents today. So I'm excited for our listeners to be introduced to I them. I am too. And to know that there are See, good people. We, we really don't have a plan here. We just... We wing it. <laughs> well, I mean, I usually have a list of people that I invite. Then I said to you, I'm stuck. So then you take over. I said, these guys, I know just the two princes that will come and do the show with us. So I am excited. So I am excited to learn about what they do. Absolutely. So yeah. our studio number is 844-STUDIO-4 or 844 788 
3464 if you have questions for Margie or myself, Debbie, or our lovely guests, John O'Brien and Rob Barber. You're going to learn when we come back from the break what they do and how they help make hope happen in our community and a little bit about their businesses and maybe their why, why they wanted to give back and why they want to yeah. do some good in our community. Because we, um, as you know, that's what this show is all about, is focusing on good people doing good things. Way too much negativity out there. Um, if you're anywhere on Facebook or the Next Door Neighbor app or whatever, you are listening to lots and lots of complaints about things that are happening and we want to focus on the good. So when we come back from break, we will be introducing you to two fine gents. And if you have questions for them, please feel free to call during the show at 844-STUDIO-4 or 844-788-3464. And as always, we are streaming live on WSICnews.com, social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, X, and LinkedIn. Did I get it all? I hope so. Okay. Well, I am excited when we come back to meet our new friends, John and Rob, that are making hope happen. Looking forward to it. With a smile. With a smile. <laughs> they are smiley. They're very smiley. That's a good thing. Season. It's the holiday season. We got a lot to smile about. When we come back, we'll be talking with them. Welcome back. You're listening to Community Centered. I'm your hostess, Debbie O'Hanley, with my friend, Margie Kyle. I have the distinct pleasure today to introduce to you two fine princes in our community. One is Rob Barber. He is with Goosehead Insurance, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about his business, but kind of give you a little background on how I came to meet these two gents. So they contacted us at Hope House and said, you know, hey, we have this idea to do a little uh, fundraiser. We're looking for a local charity to support, something in our own backyard, something that we can get behind. Um, and I, I know they both have kids and they're both excited about their community. So they came to the Hope House. They met with us. We had some back and forth emails and things like that. And they're really you know, when people have a great idea to do something like this, it's phenomenal, and we love that. But these guys, I got to see them in action. We had um, them come to the Hope House to visit with us. And while they were visiting visiting with us, we had a resident uh, in one of our cottages tell us that she had moved out, and she was moving <laughs> into a new place with nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know, if you wait six weeks, I can get you a referral somewhere. And she said, nope, I really want to go. I'll just take an air mattress, and I'll leave. So um, within minutes, one of Connie, um, one of Margie's board members, I yeah. Connie's still Connie. a board member, yep. Connie Burrow um, with Puma Real Estate called and said, hey, I've just closed on a condo. I have a condo full of furniture. Do you know anybody that needs it? <laughs> I said, yes. John and Rob said, hey, we drive trucks. We'll, we'll deliver the furniture. So two days later, in the pouring rain, they loaded up their trucks. They went to the condo and they delivered this furniture in Charlotte. They set this home up for this young lady what and her gift. family. What a gift. And she works a 12-hour shift as a phlebotomist, and when she came home, she absolutely fell in exhaustion into the bed and overwhelmed tears and gratitude of, of two strangers she'd never met, who Hope House had never met, who offered their services. So people, if you're driving in your car, don't go off the side of the road. Just give them a little round of applause for the goodness <laughs> that they bring and the things that they do. But Rob Barber, tell us about Goosehead Insurance. Um, sure. 
Uh, nice to meet everyone. Thank you for having me. You bet. Um, Goosehead was a, uh, a a journey for me over this year. 2023 is uh, unbelievably coming to an end. And uh, I was in corporate, uh, the corporate America world, been in insurance for about the last 20 years. Um, I have sold insurance, service insurance, led uh, over 1,200 people, branches, call centers. And uh, I needed to get back to a community. I've been moving up and down the East Coast. I was in South Dakota, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, all over Chicago a few times. Um, and my community really has been here, my family, my direct family. And so talking to my wife, we really wanted to like, okay, let's do our own thing. And so uh, we decided to come back to Charlotte after 10 years and I picked Goosehead because of uh, they're a brokerage, and many mm -hmm. many folks don't know what a brokerage uh, is in the insurance world. And it's as simple as when you call into the office or into a, a, an insurance agent, uh, they ask you all those questions: your name, your you know address, your date of birth, your VIN numbers that no one ever has, and um, <laughs> you know those those things that you oh, just sit there and go, me. <laughs> you go like, why do I need this? Why do you need all of this stuff? And <laughs> There's a reason I don't ask it because I just I'm curious. It's not one of those things. But um, what I like to do is I only have to ask you those once, and then I can shop you with over 25 different companies, mm -hmm. wow. and I can find the best rate and the best coverages for my customers. And that was why I decided Goosehead was because of the the options that I would then have. So when someone calls me, I don't just have a one and done company. I can't just offer you one price. Right. I can say, hey, I have. These three, these are the ones that I would recommend that look the most competitive. And here are some options so for coverage. So you could maybe do car insurance under one, yeah. house under another. Yeah. And some people go, you know, oh, we got a bundle with the same. Yeah. And you do. And you do get discounts for those things. Um, but what you'll find is, is that sometimes you'll find a home insurance policy somewhere that is hundreds, thousands of dollars cheaper. So it actually washes out the discount, yeah. and it's it's better for you to have policies in two separate places. I'm still your agent. I'm still the one person you would call. Mm -hmm. uh, I just happen to represent the client and not the insurance company. Gotcha. And that's how it's a little bit different with brokers, is I work for the, my customers. Yeah. I don't have a loyalty to the insurance companies. Okay. I, I want to yeah. get you in the best position that I can put you in. That's fabulous. So when I saw your your name, I thought... I wonder, he must really stick his neck out for us. Yeah, the, uh, the Goosehead name, um, yeah, a lot of folks go, what is I that? I have never heard of it. Uh, it was a, a gentleman, Mark Jones, uh, he created this company out of Texas. He built the biggest uh, insurance book of $512 million. Wow. And so he decided to uh, go public and he created a franchise. And so I am part of their franchise. There's only about... 30, 40 of us in the um, like Charlotte, North Carolina area. It is a growing company. They're a little over $2 billion um, in insurance. And that's uh, it's a relatively big company, one of the fastest growing insurance companies in the U.S. So Very cool. That was why I went there. Yeah. Rob Barber, how would someone get in touch with you? Oh, so many ways. Um, I think the easiest way is to uh, just shoot an email. Uh, is usually the easiest, rob.barber, and barber is spelled like barbershop. Mm -hmm. at goosehead.com and usually the easiest thing i say is email because a lot of what we do is i can get your name your address and your date of birth and all those numbers and those vin numbers and the coverages i have systems where i can pull all of that stuff okay and i can make it very easy um for you to to come around on that or if you'd like to call um you can call me at any point 
Uh, my cell phone is 814-449-7927, and that is my personal line. Okay. And so uh, I do give that out. Uh, row. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I give that out because this is, uh, I am really committed to, to this company and to my business and, and growing this. It's, we've only been around for three months now, and in those three months, we've we've helped a lot of people um, and saved them a lot of money. Yeah, uh, one amazing. at Hope House was one of the biggest. Yeah, yeah. So. We uh, we had uh, somebody at Hope House uh, sit down with Rob and um, is saving herself uh, hundreds of dollars a month, which is phenomenal. Tell me, Rob, why why Hope House? Why did you want to get involved with Hope House and our community? Yes. Yeah, so um, I, like many others, was raised by a single mom. And uh, mm-hmm. coming up... In that arena, uh, she had four children. Uh, she decided to kick my father out when I was nine. And from nine, I, I mean, I remember when I was 14 to 18, we gave my mom pretty much every paycheck, my older brother and I. We, we were working from 14, going to high school, working at 2 a.m. And I know everybody has their story. Um, but uh, my mom was uh, a very strong woman. And when we were sitting down talking in Hope House, uh, I got smacked sideways a little bit about the feelings yeah. that my mom mm-hmm. might or probably was going through mm-hmm. that as a child, I had literally no idea. Mm-hmm. Not, it wasn't even a blip on the radar. It was, this was life. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a day we came home, there was no power. We had no heat, couldn't pay the electrical bill. And so in the house, it somehow we turned it into like an igloo adventure and put all the... It was just a game mm-hmm. and we never sweated it, never thought anything of it. We were, mm-hmm. people would drop off food at the house and we'd be like, oh, this is so neat and mm-hmm. wonderful. I love this. And it was just the community helping out. And uh, when we heard about this, I, I mean, I couldn't have picked a better foundation. I mean, it was a direct connect. Um, I say this to my mom or it's been the last few years that I think she's heard this from me is all the sacrifices that she made. I mean, didn't notice them then notice them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think all the moms that are out there that are in these positions, they don't know. And the sacrifices that you're making today um, can mm-hmm. will make uh, amazing human beings. Yeah. I think that's one thing that our moms struggle with is, you know, the effect that this has on their children. And, and yet we try to teach them, like we have one mom that refers to when they were homeless as camping, right? We've been, we've been camping. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when they got settled, her child said, well, how come we don't go camping anymore. Yeah. You know, like it was an adventure, but yet it, it really wasn't. And I think that you had that sort of epiphany moment when you were at Hope House where yeah. you were like, whoa, I never saw this from the perspective of yeah. my mom, yeah. of what this must have been like to go through this. And that's very, why, very scary. yeah. And that's why at Hope House, we try to make this as normal, right? And this time of year, so like Sunday, baking cookies, that's something that probably every normal child is doing. And now, you know, they'll be on vacation this week. So we'll do popcorn movie night and things like that, that you would normally, normally do. Um, But I did see that in you, Rob, when you were at Hope House, where you kind of had this aha moment of like, holy mackerel, this happened to me. And I this this was my life. And so I had the distinct pleasure of meeting your mom on uh, Saturday at your cornhole event. And um, wow, she's a force to be reckoned with Mm -hmm. as as in I live in awe of all of the women at Hope House every single day in the tenacity, courage, and resiliency it takes to pull off living this uh, life that they do. Um, 
to see it from your perspective on the other side of knowing my yeah. littles someday are going to be a Rob Barber, who are going to be successful business people, who are going to be in their community, who are going to be contributing and making hope happen because there's a give back, mm-hmm. right? Those are the moments that I live for when I say I see people on the other side of this situation and um, delighted that you found us and you were able to share your story and and have humility about it and to have sensitivity and compassion because it's so hard to explain what that story is or what that means. Yeah. So, I can't even imagine. Right? Just to ask for help, I think, is the, yes. like just that, yeah. the, the ego, like just to say, I can't do this alone. Right. I like I even now I put myself in that position. Like I yeah. four, four kids, a house, and you just said, Hey, sole income earner. Right. See you later. Yep. Yeah. Uh we need I, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. And there were obviously reasons for that, which sure. we won't get into. But sure. uh it was one of those things where it was like, Yeah, this is uh that is a leap to take. Uh, that is a very, very brave yeah. woman. Yeah. Very brave woman to to do that. And what a you know, I always tell the models every day that and the moms every day that you are modeling for your children what courage and brave looks like. And so be proud of that, that you are, are getting through something that is really a challenge and that there are a lot of Rob Barbers in our community that want to give back and do good when they're on the other side of it. So when we come back from break, we're going to be um, introducing John O'Brien. He is um, another extraordinary individual, another hope maker that we know. And um, I want you to listen to his story as well. So again, we have Rob Barber with Goosehead Insurance, and you can find him at Rob Rob.barber at goosehead.com. How about that? He is an insurance broker. So reach out to him. Welcome back. That's our jazzy music intro. Isn't it cool? It's got like a little hip. hip We are community centered. I'm Debbie O'Hanley with my friend Margie. And we are talking with John and Rob. Just two really fine gents who um, decided to come alongside of us. They they want to do some good in their community. They did a, a, a cornhole tournament for us at Primal good. Brewery on Saturday. It was a, one of those beautiful days. And I got to see this breed of a dog that I had been um, talking to someone about that I'd never seen. I'd said I'd never seen it. I think they're called a cane corso. I'd never seen one. And um, here comes this woman walking in with her daughter and her dog. And I was like, is that a cane corso? Like, it is a massive, oh my massive gosh. dog, oh, yeah. um, and he was at this event. So it was great to to meet him, too. And we we played with that and sent pictures to our kids saying, look what we got for Christmas. A and they were like, pony. Oh, I know. <laughs> they were crazy. So, John, this, I think, was um, your idea to throw this corn ter- cornhole tournament together. You um, are a cornhole player like is, that, is there it's such pro. a name I think after this last Saturday I would consider my backyard player not any type of like pro or what I saw <laughs> there out were there. some pros there. there there were or very close to being on that pro level so it was a little scary intimidating but yeah ironically intense. my buddy actually won who I partnered with on our Wednesday night league so he ended up winning it all so that was very cool he beat the pros he did uh him and his partner who might have been up in the pro level as well but uh so it was a blind draw so you didn't get to bring your partner it was picked and like I said, uh, he beat out 14 other teams. So wow, winning it. That so, was incredible. Yeah. It was just one of those great Saturdays where you could hang around. You could say, oh, I don't have Christmas shopping to do or any kind of crazy thing. John O'Brien, what made you want to do something like that? 
Yeah, so um, cornhole, like I said, it's always been something very fun for me. I haven't got to do it as much lately with having two young kids, uh, but it also is a way for me to give back to my local uh, community, partner with Hope House, but also getting my name out there mm -hmm. for what I do in the community to kind of goes along with what you're looking to do with the women that want to find homes. Yeah. Um, so As what do you, you know, do, John? Yeah, I'm actually a mortgage broker. Uh, very similar to Rob when he said about the broker industry, where very similar background in the sense of I worked for the corporate side of things. One lender for 13 plus years. You had a very limited products. You had to basically offer what they had, which usually came with higher fees, higher cost, ultimately not benefiting the consumer. Uh, within the last year, I've actually gone into the wholesale side of things, being a broker where I can shop those 20 plus investors now eliminate all those upfront fees, origination costs that these lenders will charge for their processor, the junior processor, and everything else that goes involved, not to mention their overhead that they have involved in that passing on consumers. So now I can truly get back to the consumer and make sure that they are ultimately getting the best deal on that. Because uh, home shopping and home buying is hard enough. Mm -hmm. Finding the right home, uh, moving, worrying about everything, not to mention the regulations that go into it now with everything that Dodd-Frank since then. Uh, and if we want to talk about the interest rates that I'm sure everybody is so scared to even see over the last year, they've gone up. Uh, so my job is I want to take all that stress off them, but I don't want to sell them alone. I want to educate them on why one of thousands of products that are out there is going to be best for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then let them ultimately decide because their situation right now may dictate going one path, but planning for the six months to a year from now as well. Um, I think there's just it's something that it's, it's been a passion of mine forever. I, I've, Literally seen home buyers cry when they buy their first home at 50, 60 years old, never thinking they could. And it's something that I, I still find joy in that. There's yeah. always stress that goes with it, underwriting guidelines or having to sometimes give the bad news to clients. But ultimately, there's still joy in it. And home buying is, I think, for everybody. I mean, people might not think they can buy a home, but they can. And and what they what a how. ride you must have been on here these last couple of yes. years between COVID <laughs> and, and everything else. It's, I mean, you know, we don't think about the trickle-down effect that it's had on everyone. And I know the market is is just been insane with uh, real estate. But tell me, tell me what's happening with interest rates. And are people still buying homes? Yeah. So here in the Charlotte market, people are still very much buying homes. The demand is very high. The supply is actually very low. So people are still having to get in bidding wars. I've had several clients recently have to, once again, maybe offer more than what list price to get in the homes that wow. they want. And we're here, what, a week, not even a week away from Christmas when most people aren't even thinking about this. This is typically your slowest time of year. And it's, it's still very, very competitive out there. But for the good news out there as we're coming up to the holidays is we have seen rates take a huge drop uh, re really quickly, really recently too. Um, the Fed just came out last week and announced that they're expecting three rate drops next year alone. So that is going to really give some relief to people. Not only that, if they bought in the last year, they're going to be able to refinance um, and save hopefully $100, whatever situation they are in. Uh, and people that maybe haven't bought because they thought rates were too high, they couldn't afford, that should hopefully help them to be able to get into homes as well. So what happens when, when the Fed announces something like that? And you're like, okay, there might be a couple more drops. Do people like hesitate now and then say, well, I'm going to wait? Or do you do you think it matters? I, see, I see a little bit of both. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there. People think, oh, well, rates are going to go down. That means I can afford a more expensive home or I'll just have a cheaper payment. In reality, what I'm seeing, and I think a lot of real estate agents will tell you is when rates go down, it's kind of what happened during COVID when there were so many people that came out to buy their first home or homes in general were moving and there was just not enough supply. Mm -hmm. So they were getting, they weren't able to get into their homes at that point. So they had to settle for renting a home. 
And I think what's going to happen in the coming years, and if rates continue to go down and we don't have the supply, new home builds aren't keeping up with people moving to the area, wherever you may be, is that causes the demand for those homes to go up. Therefore, people can charge more for their houses. I, I was talking with one of our um, residents at Hope House yesterday, and she was telling her story to someone who was there. And she said within four months' time, her rent went from $975 a month to $1,600. That is so unreasonable. Well, that's what happened to us in Birkdale. Yes. I know, Margie, you had a similar yeah. situation where you had to move. And, I mean, it's just I think it sort of reflected the insanity what it was is. happening in our community and our world at the time. But, John, tell me, um, it's Clearpoint. Home loans. Clearpoint Home Loans. Is the name How of the would company. someone get in touch with you? Yeah, so uh, same thing. Email is probably always the best. It's john.obrien at cphomeloans.com. Is that O'Brien with an A or an E? It is an E. We're official <laughs> Irish name there. So I, my, That's my mother's maid, middle, uh, maiden name, so I always, with mm-hmm. an A. I, mean, I uh, wish I had that last name. Like I, it's I've the always the apostrophe him. though. Like I want him to O'Brien, <laughs> like at the John O'Brien. <laughs> Be very careful what you whisper on there. I married my wife; she didn't have the apostrophe. Now we can't ever find you in the system. Oh, yes, and right. I am an O'Hanley, so I the, the apostrophe gets you into more trouble. Yes. People forget it; they lose it; they can't find you. The apostrophe is a is a, a terrible thing. Yeah, and it I will really say, speaking <laughs> of that, if the other way too, sometimes it's easier. It's just O'BrienHomeLoans.com. Okay, so that's my website. Site that'll take me directly to my application link, whatever, just info. Uh, all of my contacts in there, my personal cell phone as well is on there. Perfect. As Rob knows, we do get a lot of calls because of that at the same time. Like we want to be there for our clients. Perfect. Uh, I have clients I've helped 10 years ago still reaching out to me because ultimately... Uh, before we walked in here, he was on the phone with a customer who had a, a situation yep. and was talking on his personal cell phone. Helping wow. Him. You, you two really have amazing hearts. Yeah. Why... Why did you feel the need to get back to your community? What what was that about? That did you just say I'm just a young entrepreneur and mm-hmm. I'm I got money to give? Or I mean, what what's where does that come from? No, it's definitely not it for me. I know. So I was actually born here in Charlotte. So Charlotte's pretty much been my home for my whole life. Yeah, I moved away for a couple of years throughout high school and uh, year after college and whatnot. But ultimately, a family's always been here. My dad's worked here. He worked for the city of Charlotte for over thirty years. My mom's worked for before U.S. Airways, now America. So. Charlotte is my home. My two older brothers live here, all of my friends, and I don't think we'll ever leave. So I have two young daughters now uh, in the Mooresville area, and we want to make sure that they're growing up in a community, not only when we have the opportunity to support our community we want to, but ultimately I may need support one day. My daughters may need support one mm-hmm. day. I want to make sure that that's what I can be about while I can, I guess. Well, it's a good huge. lesson for them to right. learn. Yeah, good good role modeling yeah. again. I can remember when I was in high school, my mother ma- made me <laughs> go to Camp Oakland. And it was for children who could not get adopted and didn't have foster care. And it was about 20 kids that lived in this camp. And I had to, my goal was to teach them manners and how to set a table and and what what a start to realize people don't even know how to do the basics sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, it is very, it's, it's scary sometimes, but to know that people out there will either teach you or there's a way it to It was a good lesson for me good. to learn that, yeah. you know, you need to give back to your community. So for your girls, it's pr- yeah. probably the best 
gift you could give them. You know, I, I'm amazed these days at these brewery things with these young families with their kids. Back in the day, Margie, you could probably relate to this. You would never think to bring your kid to a never. bar or something. I, I would have been arrested or DSS would have <laughs> been Three years called. ago, I was right there with right? you when I was going. So now to see little kids, you know, your kids were climbing in and out of the cornholes yeah. and they were just, you know, handing can- candy canes and doing all kinds of I fun kids they were stuff, allowed. Right? And now you see, you, and you see dogs and you see kids. I mean, it's to me, it it gives it such a good community community feel to it. And I know Primal Brewery has been a great support. Um, One of Steve Grenenbacher, who owns Christian Brothers Automotive, is a great supporter and part owner now. So I I just love the fact that it draws people together and there are really good things that come out of it. And so we were maybe talking that we would do do it again in a bigger way and we would add little smiles to it and come up with some clever name and a way to bring everybody together because it's just phenomenal. So when we come back from break, we might talk about that. Um, Or if you have any calls or you want to um, reach out to our guys, remember it's john.obrien at cphomeloans.com. That's it. And Rob? Rob Rob.barber at goosehead.com. There you go. So when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more with John and Rob. And if you have any calls, make sure you call the studio. Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to WSIC 105.9. I'm Debbie O'Henley, your host of Community Centered with my friend Margie Kyle and our friends Rob Barber and John O'Brien. And it looks like Santa came early here to the studio. Oh, yay. Yay. So we have presents to open from this beautiful bag that says, Tis the season to be jolly. (laughs) I like that. Little... It's I not get... meant to be a Grinch, but this is the music that we have. So it is the season to be jolly. Why were we in such a grouchy mood when we I came don't in know. this morning? So, <laughs> so do I get to like stick my hand yeah. in here and... Mm-hmm. Whoa, something Sorry. clanged. Wow. Look at this. <laughs> Quick quote. Water bottle insurance. (laughs) That reminds me of a certain Justin Kazepa's little meme thing, Bill. That goes with your tattoo. Yes, this is awesome. Margie, your turn. I'm going to pass the bag to you. And you have to realize the avatar on there is Rob. That is so awesome. I love it. Ooh. That's cute, too. I like that. We we are not going to tell you what are going to go in these, Margie. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Margie. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That is so awesome. Oh, I love it. Thank you. I love the green. That's Hope, ha- Hope has this color yeah. is green. So, guys, what's next? What are we doing for fun here? I mean, celebrate the rest of the year, I think. I don't yeah. know what you Get guys to plans, the finish but line. ultimately, like I said, this, we talked about our last event, and we are going to be planning some much more events come 2024 okay. so take those times and hopefully your listeners out there will come support because ultimately me and rob have already fell in love with the foundation and yeah. what you guys support uh not just the muscle that we can bring yes. and stuff to move the stuff but they have a truck i'm yeah. so excited <laughs> whatever else like you said just like i said just i think you mentioned your husband does a lot with the kids yeah. and stuff like that is awesome so mr debbie Mm. <laughs> That's what we call him, Mr. Debbie. What does the O'Brien household look like at Christmas these days? Uh, it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, uh, I think I mentioned to you, I have a uh, 11-month-old, and she has unfortunately been under the weather Aww. last couple of weeks, like 
gets healthier than daycare germs. Yeah. So yeah. those seem to be going around right mm -hmm. now. But ultimately, I mean, we have two Christmas trees. So my uh, oldest daughter, she, everything is Christmas to her is a Christmas tree. So she sees a Christmas tree. Oh, there's Christmas. Aww. Or she'll see one where drives like, let's go find more Christmas. Aww. So that's what we have planned this weekend. My in-laws are coming in. My mom and dad will be coming in. Uh, and probably not all of us. I'll probably figure out between me and my wife who's going to do the driving and take her out to go see all the Christmas lights maybe sure. on Saturday night. Hopefully not hit too much traffic. But mm. uh, Oh, you have to come to Macaulay okay. uh, across from the Hope House. There is a, a, a house right down the street from us that is set to a radio station, oh, music, right extravaganza, mm. laser show. It's pretty fabulous. And we can walk to it from Hope House. So we Deep every year... We Do you every... think they pay the neighbors money for that? Like, if I live next to that house, we had one in my old neighborhood, and literally our street would be backed up in the cul-de-sac. So yeah. it's it's one of those we did things. Too. Yeah. So I saw someone um, who who posted a lit up sign that said "Ditto" with an arrow. <laughs> Pointing next to the house. That was that us was at his house. Yes. We yeah. were literally Perfect. just like, we just put a that mirror was... here to reflect yeah. it or something. Yeah, that, that's, that's what <laughs> it looks that. like. Well, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and thank you for the good and the well. hope that you've done in our community. And um, looking forward to a long relationship with you, not because you have a truck, but because <laughs> yeah. of your... Muscles. Yes, because your generous, <laughs> um, compassionate heart and, and the love that you have for the Hope House and Little Smiles. We just want to thank you for that. And Rob Barber, what does Christmas look like in your household? Ah, it's, uh, I don't know. We haven't uh, been home for a Christmas in a decade. Wow. wow. So. Uh, Is this your first Christmas in Charlotte? No, before we left, uh, we were here. And then uh, after moving everywhere, uh, this is the first time back. So I think we'll probably spend it at my mom's okay. and then uh, go from there. I know we make How a hand. How old are your kids? Year. I, I have a puppers uh, and a, a kitty cat that I okay. consider my kids. So okay, I, that is a that is a yes, uh, that is a good enough answer yes. for me. <laughs> my uh, my puppers is sixteen and our cat is sixteen. Both Ooh. were adopted and we've. Aww. They've moved everywhere with us. So, oh, good. Uh, but yeah, we we just kind of do our own thing. You know, those family. are the best kind of kids to have. They I, do not know your I, password to your ATM <laughs> account. So those are the kinds you want to keep hanging well, around. I'm a little worried about that with yeah. two daughters already, yeah. and the yeah. one's yes. already wanting a credit card or debit card when we pay. So uh, you're gonna have to practice saying no, Daddy. Oh, yeah. You're gonna have to. You pra I always say that to Justin too. He's in big trouble. He has two littles, as well, that have stolen his heart. So he's gonna have to learn for sure. Um, have you finished? your Christmas shopping, John? No. Okay, dokey. <laughs> well, we might so, have to give you a little advice here, Margie That, is, that is absolutely right. Uh, like I said, I, I still got to get the, the biggest gift in the house for my wife still, so... Jewelry always works. You know what, listen, <laughs> I, I set a precedent long ago in my household, and I said nothing that plugs in. So, like, no blenders, no irons, no vacuum cleaners, and bling. Always. Note. Yes. Are you taking notes, yeah, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> ever that bling plugs works. Don't plug in. in. Rob yeah. actually called me on the way here, and he's like, I think I'm going to hit the shopping on the way home try to avoid some of the traffic so we're yes. might be doing this together <laughs> I think so we have an exciting uh, night at Hope House our friends at Burkdale have sponsored all the kids they're going to have a private visit with Santa and then a scavenger hunt afterwards oh, so awesome. they have been vibrating all day long waiting for tonight to to uh, meet with Santa and talk to him some of them are a little bit terrified but I think uh, we'll get we'll get through it and some of them this is their first time 
even understanding the concept of Christmas or what that means. And so we have this happy dance, Jen and I do, of like how not to go overboard and get super excited and get... And so you're going to come see me tomorrow, too. And I am coming to see Margie. We had uh, an experience last week with a young man we met who came to do Hope House to... uh, came to Hope House to do some service. Um, He was doing something. He had to repair something. And he he looked around at me and he said, what do you do here? And I said, well, this is a, you know, a homeless facility for women and children. And he said, I don't have any food. And um, we took it from there. So literally we got him a referral to the food pantry. We had um, our volunteers at Hope House fill up four boxes of food. And then we heard his story and just fell in love with his humility, his grace, his ability to share his story. And um, I immediately called my friend Margie and I said, Margie, there's, he has some children. And she's like, when do you want to come? I'll (laughs) I'll open up the storage anytime. So, you know, the great part about my job is watching hope happen in, in all different kinds of ways, not only for the Hope House families, but for people who come there or people who have a story or listening to Margie, knowing that there are children in the hospital that are going to be blessed with Beautiful gifts that our community uh, gave through the boat parade and know that, you know, that lasts. And we do Ronald McDonald, their Christmas store. And that lasts long beyond Christmas. Oh, well, we're 24-7 yes. every day of the week, the year. Yes. So. And I know if, if, if you're my friend Margie and you're going to get a phone call at whatever time and someone says there's a child in need, she's going to drop everything to yep. open up the storage and make sure that there's something. And And I've been in there with Margie before where she's like, it's kind of a buy one, get one free situation over there, although there's no buying. It's like Margie's <laughs> like, you're taking more. You need to take this. You need to have that. Well, like- as I said to the police department when they came in years ago, this is called selective shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> And she looked at me and said, what? (laughs) I said, if you are at an accident where there's a child that's hurt, you've got to have something in your trunk to pull out and calm that child down. Look at that. That That was amazing. Fire department, the same thing. So yesterday, someone donated a pair of handcuffs to the Hope House. So perhaps I need to give give them to you, Marky, so that you could have, you can arrest a police officer for taking (laughs) gifts from from the storage. But no, it's all in good fun. We're all, you know, in such a good space of being so blessed by this community and the generosity of folks in there that, that find their way to Little Smiles, find their way to Hope House and and bring hope and a smile. And I know Christmas morning there will be lots of smiles in our community because of... I hope so. Yeah. I've done a lot with hospice this year, too. Okay. Mm. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, you you have a family that there's a member that's not going to make it. Those kids suffer just as much as we do. Absolutely. I think that... um, you know, your generous heart, Margie, overflows into many different corners of our community from, you know, I think people think about that, you know, you think about, you know, the hospital and, and in need there, but they don't think about hospice and yeah. they don't think yeah. about the Ronald McDonald or, you know, the dad that doesn't have That's the right. funds right now to... Well, I love Ronald McDonald because they work with Levine too and they give all the kids that are staying there play money. And they give the parents and the si- siblings too, and they go with that dollar, and they can take a toy. It doesn't matter what they awesome. take. Wow! So, and they get to pick it. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 Wow. You know, 
It's the time of year for those good heartwarming those stories, yeah. right? It makes you feel really well, good. Well, and it's to hear their that. third trip to our storage unit because they keep coming back for more. <laughs> That's great. Because we, you know, we get toys all the time. All the time. It's a good and a bad thing. It's a bad thing because there is that kind of a need, right? But like thank heavens know. they like, have a place to yeah. go. Absolutely. What yeah. a blessing to our yeah. community. So John O'Brien and Rob Arbor, again, give us that contact information if someone needs to get in touch with you. How would we do that? Yep. So John O'Brien here. It's uh, email john, J-O-H-N dot O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N at cphomeloans.com or O'Brienhomeloans.com. Uh, and that'll take you to my website with my, all of my information as well. Awesome. And Rob? And I'll just keep it easy. Just email me, rob.barber, like barbershop, uh, at goosehead.com. Says the guy with no hair. I know. <laughs> I, I do use the barber joke once a month, and then people just look at me like, "That's awesome." Gooseneck. So we want to just make sure that you both um, have a very merry Christmas. We know you that Santa is going to be really good to you for your your generosity and your good hearts in the community. You you made the nice list, guys, and nice. I want to thank you on behalf of Hope House and Little Smiles for coming to talk to us today on Community Centered. We're delighted to have you as guests. I hope you come back someday and give us some some more of your good news stories and um, stay tuned to a happy new year for 2024. Thank you. You as well. You're listening to Community Centered. Thank you. Merry Christmas from 105.9 100.7 WSIC Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.